You're listening to Drawing the Line. I'm Roman McCutcheon. And I'm Brad Reeves. And today you're going to be disappointed. You know, Roman, it's been nine months, but this is just like riding a bike. Sounds like fun. Let's get started. First time in a while. It's been a, it's been a little while. Yeah, and uh, it's nice to be back. It's it's good to be back. I think we're just waiting for winter to come back around again. Winter is coming. <laughs> I you know it's funny like I every time anyone says winter that's exactly what I think of. You have and, to. And but I'm not like I don't even really like Game of Thrones that much. Right. And I don't. What like, about House of the Dragon? I didn't didn't watch it. Okay. Didn't, All right. I well. Was, oh, watching, why are you uh, winking at me right now? And I watched. Um, what did I watch? Oh, um, the Rings of Power. Oh, okay, I'm a yeah. Big Lord of the Rings guy. Right, of course, yeah, right. Uh, Rings of Power is solid, by the way. Right. I won't spoil it for anybody, but like at this point, like it shouldn't be considered a spoiler because it's been so long. But whatever. I'm excited about season two. I haven't gotten all the way through it yet. Oh, dude. Let's see how nerdy we can get. Draw as many new <laughs> listeners in as possible. <laughs> Going for a whole new audience in season fifteen <laughs> of Drawing the Line. <laughs> what I mean, like, oh, we always make it like a. I don't know if, if I ever say like what season it is. Like, I just I. Well, this is new. We ended in hell. I think we had. It took a while to come back from hell. <laughs> we ended in hell. <laughs> we did though. We did. That's awesome. That's honestly perfect. That's so good. That's so right, good. Right, man. You know, so what's what's interesting about that is I had, so like Wednesday nights, fun fact, I'm still a minister for anyone listening, I'm still, still a youth minister, and Wednesday nights, um, we've decided that like I'm going to ask uncomfortable questions right? Um, pertaining to like, you know, faith or pe- just in general what people believe, and uh, people are like, ah, oh, the kids are like, you can't, like, you're not going to make us uncomfortable, blah, 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 and I'm like, all right, um, and I was like... Well, first, I had to explain who Mother Teresa was, yes. which was sad. Like, I had high school kids that were like, who's Mother Teresa? I was like, Yeah, oh. that is interesting. Uh, they had no idea. And I was like, well, Mother Teresa's in hell. And they were like, what? I was like, I don't actually believe that. But like, right. there are people that do. Right. And so, right. like, uncomfortable question, yeah. right? Like, And so, hell actually has come up many times in class, which is great, and I've been able to use our podcast. Well, it's sort of like the ultimate, right? And I think that's why in many ways, it's maybe not the only reason we took a pause, but I think a lot of what we had been talking about in the episodes and even the seasons leading up to that, mm-hmm. uh, those couple of episodes were, were getting us there. We're sort of building the musculature to be able to delve into a topic that's incredibly divisive yeah um even between and among christians but then also if you take christianity then kind of look at other world religions Mm -hmm. um that that don't necessarily look at the afterlife in the same way yeah i just noticed you have a traffic light in here (laughs) that i did yeah got a few upgrades in the office so traffic lights one of them Mm -hmm. Um, and upgraded microphones too i don't know if you can tell or not but roman sounds Amazing. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard of the band called Coldplay. <laughs> Probably sound a lot. I like was that. serenading uh, <laughs> Roman earlier because he told me these are the mics that Coldplay uses. They, it not, yeah, it's the same kind. Like I right. wish it was actually there. No, so no, not that. Right, they're not signed or anything. Man, that'd be amazing. Maybe that's that's what. Hey, we go to a Coldplay concert. Just bring the microphones. We'll see if they'll sign them. 
What well, a weird thing to sign. That'd be great, though. Yeah, sign sign my mic. Can you please have a microphone? So we're, I don't know where how we transition this into what we're talking about today. Um, I think we're just getting warmed up. We're yeah, trying we're to get just, our legs on back yeah. under us. Um, but one thing we did say is that a lot, a lot of, I say a lot of people, I'm trying to make myself feel better. Sure. But there have been people who have been disappointed, who have expressed disappointment. Mm-hmm. In us not having recorded in some time. Oh, absolutely! I've had several people reach out. Right, um, um, as have I. I've had. It's been very nice. People say that, so thank you to those mm-hmm. people. Um, so, uh, in honor of your, or I guess to acknowledge um, your disappointment, in order that you all feel seen and heard, we're going to talk about disappointment. Absolutely, we're going to talk about you, not you, not <laughs> not their particular disappointment, but we're we're going to talk about disappointment. Um, and it's funny because I, as I can, I was thinking of some topics that maybe we could hit, and you and I were trading some text messages. Yeah. And when I thought about that, and once we kind of agreed on that, um, it's always interesting. I love topics. I love topics more than necessarily just like focusing on a book or a scripture. Yeah. And we've usually done that. We've usually been topical because it kind of allows me to look at the scripture Mm -hmm. and look at my life and experiences through the lens of that topic. Yeah, absolutely. And it made me start thinking, uh, you know, there's certain stories from the Bible that kind of bubble up to the top that I think of. There's certain scriptures that bubble up to the top, but I felt like that, um, there's, there's moments in my life, time periods in my life and experiences that sort of bubble up to the top. Um, so I thought it might be a fruitful thing to talk about. Uh, can we make sure we, I guess, to make sure we understand what we're talking about? Like, what do you think of, Roman? Like, when when you're disappointed, when you're either disappointed in somebody else, um, if you're disappointed in a situation or an outcome, or maybe if you're disappointed in yourself, um, what does that feel like? Can you talk to me a little bit about what that what that feels like for you emotionally, what it feels like to be disappointed? Um, well, I don't like it. I, it's not, not a pleasant. It's not pleasant. It's very unpleasant. It, it's, it's something that I make an attempt to avoid, but when, I, when I'm feeling that way, it feels just like... It, it's either one of two things, and I think it sound, they almost sound opposite, but I either feel like completely like empty mm-hmm. um, or I feel like completely full of for lack of a better word, just crap, mm-hmm. like just like heavy and gross and like, like a, negative emotions. Yes. And just right. like, so it could be anger, pain, sure, yeah. like a lot of different things, frustration. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's either like full of that or like mm-hmm. just nothing. And neither one of those am I really a fan of. Right. No, that's, that's good. Um, not, not good that you feel, I don't want you to feel that way, Roman. Sure. <laughs> good We're going to cure disappointment on this podcast. <laughs> just keep listening. Um, that'll be our teaser. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I thought about it and disappointment to me almost, um, it almost necessarily implies that you have some sort of expectation mm. that things are not going to go in a disappointing way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like either, either you have an expectation, um, or at least you have a hope that something's going to happen or that somebody's going to act in a certain way or that you are going to act a certain way or that life is going to go in a certain way mm-hmm. and then it doesn't. Yeah. And so your expectation is not met. 
and you you know you can have different kinds of disappointments like you know you could go up to blue cow for ice cream right and they don't have your favorite flavor yeah first off they should bring back triple berry crisp let's talk about it why is it seasonal it's the best one they always have sea salt caramel brickle they do but like i'm not it's too like rich but i'm saying but you're probably not going to walk away with no ice cream in your hand am i right correct absolutely okay so my point is that your expectation might not be met so you could be disappointed but it's sort of short-lived or it's or or like the impact of the disappointment is is just directly proportional to the fact that it's just a ice cream flavor roman you're getting way too worked up over triple berry crisp or whatever right i'm an emotional guy but we but there's other things in life where you know i'm not definitely not trying to trivialize uh, disappointment so i'll go in the other direction there's other things that happen to us in our lives that are or to people around us that are they're permanent right like there's, you know, relationships are broken, people die, people get sick. Yeah. I mean, or jobs are lost or, um, you know, you just think of all sorts of things that, that happen uh, relationally or that just happen like within your family history mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, that's a thing that happened and it it was disappointing. It was, it, it made me feel all these things that you're talking about. It, my expectation wasn't met or my hope wasn't met for what that could be. Yeah. And so then, you know, you have to process that disappointment, but then you sort of have to decide in the process and you have to decide what to do with it. Like, what do we do with disappointment? So I wanted to start out with sort of what it is to kind of recognize and give voice to that and maybe have some of the people listening, hopefully, when we brought up a couple of these examples. I mean, you could give examples, Roman, too. These are just things that kind of popped into my head. But hopefully people listening will be thinking about times in their own lives where their expectations for their life, for their future, um, for what they wanted something to be, um, wasn't met yeah. and, and where they were and where they were disappointed. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I mean, there, there are tons of things that I can say that I, you know, expected out of my life, um, that haven't come to be, but you know, I think there is a good deal of, and this may be, I don't know if you're going to talk about this later or not. Brad, and I never talk about what we're going to talk about before. Well, we kind of talk about it, but not really. But like for me, it's, um, you know, I think about things that I wanted to be when I was a kid. Hey guys, editor Roman here. I'm going back and listening to what we recorded yesterday. And there's a section that would be in this spot that actually had this really loud buzzing over it. And I don't know where it came from, but it was basically just, I didn't want to, didn't want you guys to have to sit through that. So I'm just going to give you a quick synopsis. Essentially, I was talking about how I really wanted to be a major league baseball player when I was a kid. And, you know, I thought, that, oh, man, I'm going to make it one day. And then obviously that isn't happening. Like I'm a minister now and I'm really, really, really happy about that. But I started to get into how I start, how I was going to pro- how I was processing that as a kid. And um, Brad, you know, moving forward was like, hey, let's let's take a moment and talk about, you know, how we how we do process instead of just saying, you know, I, this is how I did it. Let's just talk about that process in general. So, you know, didn't want you all to be super confused. Wanted to give you guys some context. Uh, really sorry for the inconvenience, but back to your regular scheduled podcast. Well, so you're already sort of jumping into, um, I just want to slow us down a beat 
because I think what you're all already jumping into is the processing of the disappointment and the and and sort of the retrospective on the disappointment now t- 10 15 year I mean how many years later I mean more than a decade oh, later yeah, right absolutely yeah like yeah. a long time later mm-hmm. and and I want us to do that I want to go there but I think maybe one of my biggest criticisms of the way that we you know maybe christians would treat disappointment Mm -hmm. is that we're so quick to jump to the curative bible passages on disappointment oh sure okay well here's the answer to disappointment is that you know god's gonna all things are gonna work together for good and you know like we're 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 ready to quote Romans. We're we're re- we're ready at the ready with verses, but that's not how we experience disappointment in real life and in real time. Sure, the way that felt at the moment when that was happening to you, yeah, it was rough. Was very hard. I'm, I mean, I, I for me, um, you know, there was a phase when I was in my early twenties. Um, it was it was after. Uh, after undergrad and going into law school where, and this is just kind of the nature of law school is that it's, it's really, it's just all talk about a competition. It is like, is as both of us are uh, Enneagram threes in a, in a land of like competitiveness. It's like nothing but just hyper competitiveness. Every, I mean, from the time you're trying to get into the law school mm-hmm. and, and which law school you get into. And then once you get in there, you're fighting with everybody for grades. You're fighting to get to the top of the class. You're fighting to get on law reviews and law journals. And then you're fighting to get um, the best uh, internships and the, and the best summer jobs at the best law firms and the bet. And you're fighting to get the best clerkships. And so I just, and the best grades and all those things. And I just remember during that three and a half year period, you know, from the time I got waitlisted from the school, the law school I really wanted to go to, you know, all the way through, it was just like disappointment, disappointment, disappointment. And it's not that I even did badly. You know, I, I, I was successful, but it was successful relative to, I remember just having to process disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. And it's almost like what it feels like in terms of your life is while you're living it, you just feel like your life is being limited. Like, mm. that's probably how that felt for you at the time, sure. I imagine, is yeah, that, yeah. oh, wait, there, here's a whole avenue of my life that I thought was a possibility, and it's getting cut off. Yeah. Like, this is no longer a possibility for me. And it's, you know, like, if your dream is to clerk for the U.S. Supreme Court, right, right then... There, there's a few things that happen early on in law school, and if they don't go perfectly for you, or if you don't get this clerkship and then this clerk, it just is never going to happen. It just uh, almost an impossibility. Right. Um, so, I mean, again, that's my context, but um, there's lots of things I think that can happen to us in life that that disappoint us. Oh yeah. Along the way. I mean, for me, like even more so was. Um, actually more recently and it was driving from and this was actually an expectation I didn't even know I had until the moment which is crazy how often that happens that like I, I have realizations of like oh those were my expectations Ooh, no no I oh man I want you to tell this story but I don't want everybody to miss that I think that's that's beautiful sometimes the disappointment actually reveals to us the expectation we didn't know we had yeah absolutely or how strongly that was like a part of us right and so for me it was I am leaving Phoenix and I'm moving here like yeah. it was a 
it's like a, it's like a four day drive for me and Lauren in separate cars. Like, uh, I ended up no, she ended up with a cat. Thank the Lord because it me out all the time. He did. Um, and so for me, I was having a conversation with my mom, and interestingly enough. Uh, you know, I mean, I think I've maybe talked about my mom a little bit on, on the podcast before, but we don't like, didn't have a good relationship growing up. Not the nicest human being. It is what it is. So I had gotten to this point after years and years and years of like, just like being upset and being angry, um, going, I, you know, I've gone to counseling. I like ways to be able to just deal with what had happened sure. when I was a kid. Right. And so I had gotten to the point where I was like, okay, I'm going to call my mom. It's going to be, I mean, let her know, Hey, fresh start clean slate right now and everything that we do is about and everything we talk about is from here forward we're just like clean we're ready to, right. we're ready right. to go right and so that's the conversation that I have with my mom and she accepted it it was great and then she called me four days later and like brought up a bunch of garbage about my dad uh, two months ago and I was like no that's not like that's not what we're doing and she, then she got mad I was like, well, I can't believe you, blah, blah, blah. And it was about, you know, and it became like me siding with my dad over my mom. He's like, this is a big ordeal. And I was just so, so disappointed in that because I thought, oh, man, it's exactly what my mom's going to want. It's going to be great yeah. for our relationship. And then it just wasn't. Yeah. And and so that that was one of those times like that. Like, I still think about that conversation. I could tell you every single word I could tell you. I mean, I could tell you every single every single thing that happened in that conversation. And it, you know, sometimes you don't realize, like even now, I'm thinking, man, like that affected me more than I thought. Yes, yes. And and I think perhaps of all the different kinds of disappointments we can talk about, maybe it's a little bit easier to talk about the things like our uh, childhood dreams or, um, you know, achievement things, whether they're school or, or work or, mm -hmm. or things like that. But you've really, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, even though I know that's, you know, that's, that's something that's very personal sure. is that relational things. There's yeah. some, they have a special power because we have such, and when you start talking about parents or, or children yeah. or spouses or significant others or partners, or, you know, just you, you, once you live alongside people for years and years and years and you develop a history with them there's so much, uh, Rob Bell has this phrase. He says, there's a lot of water under the water. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not just what it looks like. It's like, there's, it's not just what you is more than what you see here. There's a lot of history to all of that. Yeah. Like just even what it took for you to come to this point, you know, therapy, counseling, et cetera, et cetera, time to get to the point of being able to try to get to this clean slate place yeah. is a whole thing right. in and of itself. And I think relationally, when we have um, interactions with people, it's like we're bringing, we're bringing our whole history with us. They're bringing their whole history and all the baggage associated with that with them, all the all the mistakes we've ever made, all the mistakes they've ever made, it's very complex. Right. And then when somebody hurts you or when you hurt somebody else, um, man, that takes it takes a long time to takes a long time to deal with to deal with that disappointment because expectations on both sides have not been met. There's a I guess we probably we, we've got to talk about like a Bible character or something. That's, or reference. that's, that's Is that fair. okay? That's true. Um, so, but especially when you talk about relationships, the first uh, character that comes to mind 
um, is Joseph for me mm. because Joseph had this life where, you know, talk about relational issues. There was these, you know, there were, first of all, a little bit more complex. I mean, sort of like our, you know, when, when there are, um, you know, when you have blended families in our day, I mean, he had uh, a couple of moms and um, dad liked one mom more than the other mom. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I mean, it was very clear. Yeah. And so dad liked him more than the other sons mm -hmm. from the other mom, which created, as you would imagine, incredible relational conflict in the family. Right. Um, and, and he had these sort of dreams and visions and delusions of grandeur. Maybe he was an Enneagram 3 too. I don't know, Roman. Maybe. Um, but, and he, and he uh, you know, he reported about those dreams to his other brothers who hated him to begin with. His dad gives him this, uh, you know, special special outfit or threads or uh, technicolor dream coat as, um, oh yeah, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber, what's, isn't that who I, did that one? That sounds right. So, but Joseph, you know, the, his brothers get so upset that they plot to kill him and end up selling him into slavery. And you think he goes from being sort of the, um, you know, the child that's like the, you know, the apple of his, of his father's eye to being sold into slavery you know, to going to another country, to being falsely accused, to being thrown in prison. He's in prison for years. Yeah. Um, and he has like, I mean, just talk about disappointment. That's what I was thinking about. Like just, he was just disappointment after disappointment after disappointment in his life and how I think a lot of times we, we want to like run to the end of the Joseph story when really kind of all of his fortunes come back, mm -hmm. but it's, I think maybe more, um, much more in stride with our own lives and our own experiences to move more slowly through a story like Joseph's in the Bible and to see, no, there, there's these stories here where people had sort of disappointment after di disappointment, you know, related to family members, to parents, to siblings, disappointment in, for him, just in terms of work and, um, and just his career, his life, his life trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the idea of disappointment when I'm reading about something in the Bible seems really far away. And I don't really know how to completely explain that, but I think it's because it seems like it's not, man, this is going to sound, I don't even know how this is going to sound. It doesn't seem like it's real. Like it's not. Like Joseph and his coat of many colors. Right. It doesn't like, like you don't connect with it. Maybe yeah, like it like seems it, it's not as visceral as sort of the personal disappointment that you experience or you have experienced. Right. Or like the idea that like, and, and, and like, and, and the crazy part is that like, I like logically, I completely like, I can't imagine the disappointment. Like I can't fathom that. Right. You hear your brothers outside, like talking about, how they're either going to kill you or sell you to people. Right. Yeah. I cannot, like, cannot imagine that, but I think that that is such, that is so extreme. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like it would, I can't even like the reality is I can't even imagine you being like, Hey Roman, I got to take this call. And then like, I can hear you outside my door and you're like hanging out with this loser. Like I right. can't <laughs> even imagine that, <laughs> Like you know, like that would crush me. Right. And right. so the, the, like, the idea of like, 
they were gonna sell this guy into slavery. Oh, yeah. for, like it's, I can't even fathom. Yeah, that. and 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 may honestly, I mean, it, it it may be over the top, and it may be you know uh, more of a fable than it is anything else. But I think it is definitely there. The story is there to um, to uh, create. Or engender emotion. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you're supposed to see what's going on in that, and I think it's not dissimilar to the. I mean, none of us have been sold into slavery by our siblings, right? That I know of, but it doesn't mean that we haven't been hurt really badly, absolutely, by a family member. Yeah, like, can we all like th- that's happened? Man, yes, absolutely. Right? You know, and and then I think of like for me when we were thinking of it. Well, when I'm thinking of some like a character or something in scripture. Um, I went to the rich young ruler, um, sure, because he walked away sad. Oh yeah, yeah, and I think even some translations might even say disappointed, right? Right, and and so I went back and I went back and read it, and I have come to the conclusion that I don't know why he was sad. I thought I knew. I thought I had a really good idea, yeah. And then in really considering disappointment and like expectation. Can like, you just re- just real quickly remind us of the story? Yeah, so know? basically, um, well, I can read a little bit of it. I mean, I'm in the Mark 10 version. Right. Um, basically, a man comes up to Jesus. Um, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Right. Jesus gives him, you know, this list, you know, don't steal, don't commit adultery, blah, blah, blah. You know, no one is good except for God alone. Um, he says, you know, I've kept all these things since I was a boy. And then Jesus is like, nah, you got one more. Um, and he goes, sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. And then the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. And, um, I just realized I said, blah, blah, blah. And like, it's okay. (laughs) Okay. That Uh, was the, uh, that was in Eugene Peterson's the message. (laughs) Right. So, you know, for me, I used to think, okay, like the guy just wanted to be, wanted to keep being rich. And he didn't want to not be rich anymore. So or he, he wanted to like, he wanted to stay wealthy. So he yeah. was like, whatever. Yeah. And so I, th- like, I thought that for, I mean, basically up until I considered this disappointment thing. And then I thought about myself and how, and with, with my wife specifically, and Lauren, you're at some point, you're probably going to listen to this and we've already had this conversation. <laughs> um, but Lauren is, like enjoys a a neat, tidy home. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I am a slob, but if you look at my office right now, it's not neat and tidy. Um, it's not who I am. Um, I don't think that like I am some sort of like hoarder. There's dirt and cockroaches everywhere. Right, right. But like a little bit of mess doesn't bother me at all. And so, or like it doesn't, not everything has to have a very specific place. And so Lauren will like, I will have, she's like, She'll come home from school, and I like I'll have done the dishes, and I'll have folded laundry. And right. I'm like, I'm like, wow. I, I, wow is correct. It doesn't happen that often. Right. But when okay. I when Reflection. I I got it. But when I do it, I there is this little bit of like, oh, like she's gonna say good job. She's gonna give me a hug and like it's tell me she loves me and tell her so thankful. And then she'll come home and she's like, well, why didn't you put the clothes away? You just folded oh them. yeah yeah yeah. And that's not like that's not. Lauren being like, I can't believe you didn't do this. It's this is just a part of that task that she does better than me on a regular basis because right. she enjoys it. It's like a thing for me. I don't know if she enjoys it, but it's like a thing for her. It's just the whole process. And I didn't finish the process. And so in considering that, I 
there may be another idea for me as to why the rich young ruler could have been sad or disappointed was that he's like, I've done all these things. And then Jesus doesn't say good job. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And, and like, wow, what a heartbreaker. Right? Yeah. It's almost like, so Jesus had one way to look at it is that Jesus has this greater expectation for him and what he's capable of. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like he's, and one way to read this is that, particularly because he's he's wealthy, we get this later in the scripture. I can't remember. Um, is it James or um, uh, oh, I hate it when I come up with something I can't remember yeah. where to place it. Where it talks about how you know command people who are who are wealthy yeah. to be generous. Oh yeah, like um, that's that's kind of the concept is that this guy has the ability to be generous. Yeah, like he. And if you think about it like that, like maybe that's why Jesus has that expectation. It's like, hey, look, guy, you've got you've got a lot of wealth. Jesus knows this, yeah. presumably. You've got a lot of wealth. You could be out there doing a lot of good things, and you're not. Okay, you're doing these other good things, mm-hmm. but you're really capable of a lot more. Yeah. Just like you're capable of doing a lot better job cleaning the house, Roman. Absolutely. 100%. Don't want to be such a disappointment. Right. And so in this story, Lauren is Jesus. Like, <laughs> like that's like, well, that's how you brought it back. That's how you rescued right. her from the story. A hundred percent. But like, that was, that was such an interesting thought to me because I, it became much more relatable because I'm not rolling in the dough, but I do have this expectation at times of people saying, Hey, you did a good job. Like, Oh yeah. Like I need, yeah, that's the, and you get disappointed when you're not, um, given the, the kudos or the recognition. Yeah. Oh man, I'm, I'm there too. Yeah, right. It's the three dude. We're three, I know like, that's the thing, right? And you're doing these things all the time. Like, Hey, is anybody noticing here? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. that's a, that's a real thing. Word. And like disappointment and like how that can affect my relationships with individuals oh, is yeah. like crazy. Well, and how about this? You can sit on that for a long time, oh, right? Absolutely. You can build up a lot of resentment mm-hmm. because, um, you know, you didn't get any of that feedback and you were doing, I mean, maybe you weren't doing everything, but doing a heck of a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and if that's never recognized, let, let me, I don't want to take this in a different direction. No, I just want to maybe, can we explore this? Can we explore the question of, because um, I think there's different, I've already kind of mentioned this, there's different ways I think depo- disappointment can come up. Let me phrase it this way to you. If if there is, um, you know, you can experience disappointment in others, mm-hmm. and maybe that could be because they're not recognizing um, all of your talents or your efforts to clean house. Yeah. Um, no, but it could be any kind of reason, right? But so you could be disappointment, disappointed in others. You could be disappointed in yourself. Yeah. And then you could be maybe just disappointed generally in circumstances or like outcomes that maybe you don't feel like you have any control over. And I would almost say that kind of leans into maybe be disappointed with God or disappointed mm-hmm. with sort of maybe like the hand you were dealt in a larger cosmic sense. Yeah. So I'm I'm just making up those three categories. Those are not like in the scripture or I didn't read them anywhere. Just in my brain, those are sort of three buckets. So again, between those three buckets, between being disappointed in other people, being disappointed in yourself and your own actions or shortcomings or not living up to expectations or being disappointed in circumstances Mm -hmm. outside your control and maybe God and the universe, which one of those 
is any one of those maybe more difficult for you than the others? Does any one of those kind of jump out to you as being more difficult to process, more difficult to come to grips with, to get past? Yeah. Um, for me, it's 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 pretty close between either the disappointment in myself or the circumstances I can't control. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily the most empathetic human being. However, I want people to like me so bad that like I'll let them get away with murder sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so there's that. So like the disappointment in people can be brushed aside for the sake of the relationship. Right. Um, but you can almost justify that or you give them, you give them, um, you give them leeway there because you don't want the relationship to go away or right. whatever and forgiveness, grace, whatever you need to give. And so then I, okay, well then for me that it's myself then. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't enjoy giving myself the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not the, because I, the relationships that, I mean, so like, I don't know, you were here when I interviewed for this job and yeah. I said relationships 500 million times because yeah, that's yeah. like the core of not just as a minister, but of like who I am as a person. Um, I care deeply about the relationships that I have. And so when those things tend to go in a direction that I don't like them to go or I see them falling apart or I see things happening, it's, it's like, man, Roman, what are you not doing or what are you doing that is not either it's not even like you're doing something to make things worse it's you're not being helpful right it's priority for that's a priority it's a huge priority for yeah i mean and then and then you know you could then the idea of not being able to control things is just oh gosh so i I think what you're saying i don't know know that you're this is what i'm hearing i'm hearing that you that di- when you disappoint yourself in terms of maybe what you're bringing to a relationship or not bringing to a relationship, that's very difficult for you because if you, if in your mind you're sort of blaming yourself yeah. for whatever disconnection is there, that's just tough for you to deal with because the expectation is that that's your top priority. In my interview, I said it 500 times, right? right? So if I'm not putting a priority on that, or I don't think I've put a priority on that, or I've screwed that up because I've made some sort of mistake or said something wrong or didn't say something right at the right time, yeah. then you are like not living up to who you wanted to be. Is that? Yeah. I mean, even, and, and even more so like living up to who you want me to be. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's d- your disappointment in me. Yeah, yeah. So you're almost feeling it from the other person's perspective, whether they voice that to you yeah, it or doesn't, not. Yeah, it, the reality is it doesn't even matter if they actually yeah. think that. You know, no, no, no. I get that. I mean, I, I, when when I feel people sort of being disappointed in in me, maybe not because I didn't maintain the relationship, but just maybe because of decisions I've made in my life or yeah. or something they disagree with, or maybe I maybe I give an opinion that they don't sure like or yeah. disagree yeah. with. Well, I mean, we, okay. So you actually know this firsthand and I'm not going to go into all the details, but like I've had conversations with you that, that made me feel as small as I could ever possibly feel. And you have seen me cry and break down because I thought in that moment that I wasn't holding up my end of the bargain right in the relationship. Right. And right. like, those are things that like, man, I'm, I don't like, I'm trying to be okay with those kinds of moments. Not that I think that I need to be okay with them enough to like repeat things. Mm -hmm. However, 
um, like it's hard for me to let that go. Mm-hmm. And yet again, it, like it, it doesn't even it doesn't matter if the other individual doesn't feel that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we can. I think we can certainly be our own worst critics. Yeah. That there's a way that our brain works where it will, or my, my brain works where it gets kind of caught on a feedback loop. Mm-hmm. And if there's something negative internally that I'm saying to myself, and especially if I hear it from somebody else, or or if I think it, I think somebody else thinks it, it'll just kind of rattle around in my head and and spin around. And again, I think it all comes back to that expectation, right? Like what you have as your expectation for yourself and for your life and for your future. I think for me, it's, I definitely probably also have the hardest time with disappointing myself, but quite frankly, recently I've also had a lot of sort of fist shaking at the air moments where I was disappointed in circumstances or just maybe asked a lot of why questions to God. Mm-hmm. And, and when I was thinking about the scripture, I thought about Jonah. And I think we talked in prior seasons, we've talked about Jonah, but Jonah, like throughout the, the especially the back half of the book, yeah, like, uh, you know, chapters three and four, he's doing a lot of sort of fist shaking at the sky, like, God, why do you have to be this way? Right. Like, why, why do you have to be this way? Really? It really is this how the world works? Mm-hmm. Why does the world have to work this way? And I do think that we can find ourselves in situations and we may be there because of our own decisions or because of other people's decisions or because of like factors that feel like they're outside of our control where we can ask like, or we can find ourselves asking or being disappointed in the situation, maybe being disappointed in God. Like if we, if we feel like that God is sort of like a God that's all powerful mm-hmm. and a God, it's like we give God credit when things are going fantastic. We're like, Oh, thank you, God. Yeah. Thank you, God, for giving me this great job or this great, you know, finding me this great spouse or give me this great, um, you know, career, get me into this great school or for this raise or, you know, it's like all the positive things are a tribute to God, but the negative things were like, wow, I guess I screwed up or, oh, wow. You know, that's strange twist of fate. Right. But I think sometimes depending on how the disappointments land with us, we can, it can start creeping in where we're like, well, wait, God, like, is this the plan? Is this like what you had designed for me? You see what I mean? Have you ever been in that mindset? Let me tell you. All right. So I got fired once. Well, I've been fired more than once, but I got fired once from a circumstance that I can't, like I had literally, there's nothing I could have done. Right. I didn't, I would like to say I didn't do anything wrong. I don't think, and and I'm, I didn't. You didn't. I know this story, I but did go not. ahead. We won't have to get I into did it, not. but you didn't do anything and, wrong, just and, to confirm. And so I, um, in the, I mean, like, dude, I had to work at a Walmart gas station because of this, right? Yeah, like, yeah. not that if you work at a Walmart gas station, that's that's I'm happy for you, but, like, right. I want to be a minister. And so to go from being a minister to a Walmart gas station is, like, very different. However, I know everything you need to know about cigarettes, so hit me up. Um, right. Sold a lot of them. And... <laughs> I Virginia Virginia Slim one twenties Roman uh, where are they right pack um, of kings top right <laughs> um, I used to work at a drugstore so I had the same experience yes and so uh, you know and, and you know I'm I'm 
God, what's going on? Like, give me a break. Yes, Are you yes, kidding yes, me? Yes. Like, this is outrageous. And, and as a person of faith, I think that's because like God is not absent. Right. We're, we're like, Hey God, what's going Like we're, cause we're praying yeah. and you're, you know, you're engaged spiritually. So you're like, Hey, what's going on? And you're you just asking like legitimate questions. It's funny to me. It's I've, and I've thought this before, but I don't know that I've ever said it out loud. So here's a first, um, I, people, it seemed to get so upset at individuals who are like, you know, they, they're like, Oh, you're questioning God. And you're like, however, in that moment, I have faith that God exists and why aren't we acknowledging the fact that like individuals in that moment are like acknowledging that there is something that there that that God is available in those moments he they just believe he's just choosing not to be right the faith still exists it didn't go anywhere if anything else it's it's, it's this awkward strong point because you're like you could be, you're here i know you exist i know you could be doing something but you're not yes and, and 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 you're even sort of presuming that god's listening at some level exactly. I mean, you're not just like because you're not just shaking your fist at the air, or at least when, I can tell you for me personally, when I'm I'm uh, I'm not literally shaking my fist, but what I am literally doing is I'm praying and asking God. Yeah, you know, I'm asking these questions like, why this? Why is this happening to me? Why now? Why in this way? Why does it feel this way? Yeah. You know, why why am I why am I thinking these things? How did this happen? You know, you just ask all these different questions. But you're right. I think in the asking it, it's like you're sort of exercising faith, a kind of faith. It's not the kind of faith that usually gets preached from a pulpit, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, not not the kind that I think that like we because I mean, but then if you go back and you look at Psalms, like David writes these things and says these things that seemingly at times are so angry. And like he's not the nicest guy, and yet it's still like he's faithful sometimes. And no. it's like I'm. It's so that's such an interesting thought. Like in that anger or in that disappointment, I can. There's this like sense of strong, which I'm just gonna call it awkward faith because it is. It's slightly awkward because like I'm angry, but I'm angry sometimes at at what I think God has given me in that moment. Um, or what he hasn't given me in that moment. And there's just like, I, and maybe that's why I'm disappointed because there is no, just, this is how it's going to be. And it's also not good or how I want it to be. Yes. Um, but God is good. Yeah. And, but it, things aren't good. And so I'm angry. You know, you mentioned David, there's this moment, you know, when you talk about disappointment, there's this moment when David, um, you know, when he and Bathsheba, uh, conceived a child and um, David is uh, the the, um, the child is is sick right and and the child's sick for seven days and David talk about pleading like shaking his fist David is pleading with God for the life of the child he fasts for seven days he went into his house spent the nights lying on the ground um, the the people from his household the elders of Israel they came um, to get him up off the ground but he refused he wouldn't eat he wouldn't drink he's just like face down on the ground for seven yeah. days but on the seventh day they came to tell him that the child had passed away mm. and when they told him that he got up and it says he got dressed, showered, cleaned up, ate food. And they, the people around were like, what? 
like they didn't understand it. They, they were actually really scared. I think when they, when they came to him, um, they were just like, you know, why, why, why were, why did you act this way? And it's and the scripture says that, um, David said, while the child was still living, um, I'm sorry. He said, is the child dead? They replied, yes, he's dead. Uh, and th- by the way, they were whispering, like they didn't want to come tell him because right, <laughs> they were yeah. afraid like he was going to kill them or, or do something crazy. Yeah. And so he got up, he washed, he, he worshiped God. Then they asked him, why are you acting this way? Um, when the child was alive, you fasted and wept. Now that he's dead, you get up and eat. And he said, while the child was alive, I fasted and wept. I thought, who knows? The Lord may be gracious and let the child live. But now that he's dead, why should I fast? Can I bring him back from the grave? Mm. And, and he actually says, like, I will... Um, I will go to him, but he will not come to me. So like sort of I'll see him in the afterlife yeah. type of thing. So, um, or at least see him after death or be kind of reconnected with him. So it's interesting. It's like David sort of had this recognition that, you know, he he wanted the child to live. Mm-hmm. And it was even like he, w- he was certainly disappointed that the child died, to put it mildly, you know, losing a child. Right. Right. Although obviously it was like difficult circumstance, it was, you know, difficult circumstances, but it was like, once the thing had happened, he sort of had this ability to turn the page and realize there's sort of like a class of things that happen and then you can be disappointed in them, but like, then you have to move on. Yeah. And it says what happens next is she, she gets pregnant again and that's Solomon that ends up being the next King of Israel. So um, I don't know, not that that's, I think, an answer to disappointment, but I think sometimes our disappointments do fall into different categories where we could, there's some things like they've happened, they are done, it's over. Yeah. Right? And like, and and so being mad at God, notice how like, it's like he's not mad at God about it yeah. because it's it's over. So there seems to be almost kind of a maturity there. That's interesting to me. Whereas I, but while there was, it was still in play while the child was still alive and sick. I mean, he wasn't eat. I mean, he was talk about wrestling with God in prayer and just begging, you know, for this child's life. And I think, you know, maybe sometimes that's where, you know, with disappointment, um, so we, we've got an example of that. And that's not the only example in scripture, but it's like, okay, if this thing is, this relationship is still in play. Mm-hmm. If this, um, you know, if this situation is still in play, if there's something that could still happen, right. if there's, if there's still something that could rescue this, then it seems to be like if disappointment drives our willingness to work at it or to continue to seek God, yeah. To continue to be like, God, I don't know what is happening here. I don't know what the end of this looks like. I don't know whether I'm getting out alive or not or what this ends. But please, you know, help me through this or or, or help me see what this looks like. And I and it, it, that seems to be biblical. Yeah. Mm. Well, like. I think that we're on a good roll here, but I'd also think that like we're gonna have to do a part two. All right, let's do it. Even more disappointment. Even more disappointment. Who doesn't <laughs> love a good 
disappointment part two. Let's do it. We, I think we should do that rather than have two hours as our first episode. Plus, you have a pickleball tournament later. I got pickleball today. And you've re- we haven't even talked about pickleball, but Mark was it Mark Cuban bought a team. I just yeah, LeBron James, Anheuser Busch, Anheuser bought a Busch team. bought a team. Yeah, dude, and the, like, it's the, all happening. Yeah, are you buying a team? Are we getting together with Bezos and buying a team? Like, what are we doing? Um, hey, Partnership. You want to give him a call? Let me know. Let's do it. Hey, why not? That'd be sweet. Bezos and Jay-Z. Dude, that'd be sick. We buy the Commanders and then buy a pickleball team. Yeah, if we buy the Commanders, we're changing the name. It's awful. Total. Gosh, totally. It's so bad. It's terrible. All right. Well, um, hey, thank you guys for listening, and thank you for tuning back in. Yeah, um, if you do, hopefully hopefully you do. Hopefully we'll you s- are. Spread the word that yes. we're, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Um, Disappointment is over. Yeah, and then it's going to be tomorrow or next week as well. So. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Hey, you guys have a blessed day.